Welcome to Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, with your host, Mr. James Gardino Sr. That's me. I'm going to be talking about dividend stocks and investing for weekly cash flow. My main goal, 1% return per week. These are live trading sessions. If you want to join in, just let me know. Now, on with the show. Good morning, everyone, or should I say good afternoon? This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where we talk about dividend stocks and investing for weekly cash flow. Let's jump in and see where we are, where we left off, and where we're going. Okay, as you remember, we carried over three stocks over the last couple of weeks. We've been collecting dividends on them, and we've also been collecting some premiums for people to buy it for the exact same price we paid for them. How can you go wrong? Remember, our main goal is to get 1% per week. That's our goal. So let's jump in and see where we're starting. Uh, off with uh, Colgate, CLL. Colgate Palmolive. All right, Colgate Palmolive started out the year at 71.86. Found its bottom in mid-March at 58.77. From there, she jumps up into a trading range of 85. She travels there for about two and a half months before settling down to a new trading range of 74 which is where she's at today, 76.92. So let's see where we are and see where we're going with Colgate Palmolive. Now remember we bought Colgate back in January and that's about eight weeks maybe of collecting premiums. We collected two additional shares as part of the dividend reinvestment plan. And uh, we have 900 shares. So let's see what we can sell off before we go. Now we're in it for at $80. So we're looking like to sell the 80 call. Let's see if we can collect some premiums this week. Here we go. CL, bring that in. Now Colgate Palmolive is trading between $76.95 and $76.96. Now you notice when the bid and the ask is so tight, it's only a one cent spread. That means there's a lot of activity going on, a lot of trades going on. So we're looking to do just the 80 call and let's see what the 80 call is going for today it is going for zero so i really don't want to touch that i want to leave it alone and today being monday um we're just going to sit back and wait on this one because we're going to look at uh, maybe tomorrow or the next day because at 76.94 and yesterday and today i should say friday and today there's a lot of up movement okay so friday she opened up at 74 and she closed at 76. Today, she opened up at 75, and she's almost at 77. So do I really want to take the risk of jumping in and selling it for anything less than 80? No. 80 is not worth selling at the moment, so we're just going to hold on until tomorrow or the next day to see if that changes. That being said, let's jump into our next one, which would be Hasbro, H-A-S. Hasbro has been around for quite a while. In the one-year chart, Hasbro started out the year at 69.44, found its bottom quickly in mid-March at 42.07. From there, a nice escalation to a trading range of 94.95, which is where she's at today. And ooh, there's a nice move on this one today. She opened up at 94.59. She's sitting at 97.89. So let's see where we are with Hasbro. Okay, Hasbro, we're at 97.62. You know what? And if I sell that to money, I bet you I can get a nice premium on that. So let's put that up. H-A-S. Oops. Let's try that again. H-A-S. Put that there. See what it's looking at. Now, Hasbro is, is um, the bid and the ask is 97.80. 
by 97.93. Now you notice there's a little bit more spread in this one than there is with Colgate-Palmolive. Why is that? Because there's less interest in, in Hasbro. Now we have two choices. We could sell it now and take the profit that we're in and just move on to another one. You know what? I think that's probably a good idea. I think that's what I'm going to do because I can collect the premium. Let's, for the fun of it, let's just see where it is. Okay, let's open it up and find out where my what we got Hasbro, and then we can go from there. View trades. All right, we're into Hasbro at ninety-seven sixty-two. All right, and she's sitting at ninety-seven ninety-two. So I could sell the ninety-eights for two forty-five, or I can sell the ninety-five fifties for one ninety-five, or I can just sell it now and get rid of it. Who knows? Or you know what, buddy? Let's sell it for two ninety-five. That gives us, oh, sorry, wait a minute. That's if I was buying it. If I'm selling, it's only 195. So if I sell the 9750s, I can get 165 as long as you stayed above 9750. We'll be called out by Friday. Or I can sell the 98s, which is three cents away. I don't know. We could probably do some calculating on that. There's a 40 cent difference, or is that uh, 25 cent difference between selling the 98 and the 97.50? Hmm. What to do, what to do. All right, I'm going to think about that one for a while while I check on the last one. The last one is QCOM. Now, QCOM just had their dividend the other day, and we actually collected our dividend. We got five additional shares for QCOM, so let's find out what they're doing. Yeah, that don't look happy. Okay, so we're in the one-year chart for QCOM. Started out a year ago at 79.45, found its low in mid-March at 58.54. From there, she just escalated all the way up to a new high at 169. She had a couple of gap ups, one in July and one in uh, Election Day. <laughs> happens once every four years, election day, and it always has an interesting effect on some of the stocks. So on election days, this thing gapped up from 126 all the way up to 139. That's not bad. All right, she made a new high of 167.94. Since the new high, she gapped down, and she kept on following. Now she's at 25.99. Now... That does not make us happy, but we did collect an extra five shares. We got uh, premiums last week, which was nice. And let's see what the premiums are on QCOM. But let's find out first where we are with QCOM. I think we're at 144, if my memory calls me correct. And it was. Well, with the new dividend, it brings us down to 143. So we're at 143. So let's see what the 143 on QCOM is going for. QCOM. Here we go. 143 is is uh, four cents a share. That's 40 bucks if I did that one. Um, you know what? Let's do the 140s because the 140 is far enough away that we can actually clutch the premium on it. Or 136. You know what? I'm gonna hold off on QCOM until Tuesday or Wednesday to find out what's gonna happen. Should we have five down days in a row? They call that the three soldiers, I believe. We're constantly going down, but we're into five down days in a row, and I don't want to fight the trend. You know, so let's find out where, where QCOM finds its bottom before we decide to sell off anything on it. All right, that being said, let's jump back to Hasbro. Now, Hasbro 
we could just jump out now and then jump into something else. Or we could sell a premium and collect a nice amount. Now she's at, where are we? Okay, with Hasbro, we're at 97 and a half. So let's do the 97 and a halves. That's 165. That's right at the money. That's the exact same price we bought it for. And we have how many shares of Qcom? Sorry, Hasbro, we have 800 shares. Okay, so 800 shares. Let's see what 800 shares looks like. And there it is, 1300 bucks for the day. That would be for the weekend. We still have two other options to play with. So let's do that. Collect the 1300 bucks and move on from that one. All right, so there we go. Uh, that should be getting filled anytime soon. Oop, there it was. We got filled at 170. Now, 170 is a little bit better. And exactly how much is that? So let's bring up the calculator. Let's do 170 multiplied by 1,000. So that's uh, 1700 That's not bad at all. Okay, so that's $1,700. Now let's see what's happening for the week. Let's get out of this and bring up the dividend champions. Now the dividend champions, those are the ones that have increased their dividend payments for a minimum of 25 years. So let's see what we can do with that. Come on. Wow, I got a slow internet connection. There it goes. It pops up. So we're into the 8th today. So we're looking at anything on the 23rd and the 24th. That would be M-O and P-O-R. Okay, so let's take a look at those two. M-O is Alt Altria Group. Let's throw that and see what they're looking like. M-O. Okay, so Alt. Altria started out the year last year at 42.51, found its low mid-March at 30.95. Kind of all over the place, but more into a trading range in the 40, between 36 and 42. She finally breaks out of that trading range and she gets an all-time high as of today at 46.53. Now, you know why I think about all-time highs. I don't like to jump into a stock trying to make new highs because it's never been there before and it's very uncomfortable to try to get back there again. So... We're going to pass on Altria, but for those of you that want to do it, hey, more power to you. Let's take a look at the seasonality, see what that looks like. So basically, Altria does look like it's going to continue to go up for a couple more days because over the last 10 years, this time of year, it makes a peak out on the 11th, which is Thursday. Thursday, it should peak before coming back down on Friday and options expire on Friday. Do you really want to take that chance of Jumping in on that with a slight chance of it going down on Friday, I'm going to say not. But that being said, POR, let's take a quick look at them. POR, was that Portland Cement or something like that? Portland General Electric. Oh, I stand corrected. Okay, so POR, going in, take a look at the standard chart. She started out a year ago at 56.55. Now, unlike everyone else in mid-March of last year, she didn't find its low. She had a slow decline from a year ago today to its low of the year, which was in August. Okay, from August, she had a low of 32. 
From there, she jumps up and hits a trading range of 41 and trades there for one, two, three, four, four and a half months. And she finally found a bottom, which is a, a, a triple bottom at uh, 41. From there, she had one, two, three, four, five days in a row going up. She's got the dividend coming up in two weeks, which is probably an indication why it's going up, but not really 100% sure why. So let's take a look at seasonality and see what this thing's going to do based on historical performance. That was it, my friends. It was the, it was the peak and now she's gonna hit the decline right into the end of March based on historical performance. Doesn't mean it can't continue to go up because everything's the same until it's not. You know, the friend is the trend is your friend right till the end, and that's exactly where we are with this. Okay, so today being Monday, there's not really much going on. Tuesday and I have not much going on. Wednesday we're looking at if IFF. And that we Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day.